welcome to the second episode of A Very Favorite Podcast. Today we are hosting a very special guest. Her name is Zina Bissin. She's a student and she will be talking to us about her thoughts for holding the educational transformation here in Egypt. Zina is a course holder when it comes to education. I believe it is very important to encourage students in the process of educational reforms. Not only because they are the most impacted, but also because their impact can direct decision makers to matters, obstacles, and opportunities that would effectively contribute to the process of educational reforms and transformation. First, I would like to express my appreciation for your engagement in this crucial discussion that touches almost 23 million Egyptian students. Secondly, it would be of great value to understand how Egyptian students perceive education and all the current reforms taking place. I would love to start by having the audience a quick introduction about yourself. Hi, Nazina. Um, my name is Zaina Basuni, and I've lived my whole life in Alexandria, Egypt, attending BCCIS. Awesome. So, Zaina, what are your thoughts on the current hybrid model? Do you think the current hybrid model is using the lives of students they think the hybrid model will be dispersed to normal, or they think it's better to hope back to put on campus schedule as it used to be before the pandemic. Um, I believe this hybrid model has helped many students organize their time better since they feel less stressed. Also, you know, when they go to school every day, there's like a, a waste of time and energy consumed in transportation, making up, getting ready, and so forth. Uh, communication, however, will be more difficult to achieve, even if technology has improved. Um, having an online meeting will never be as effective as actually meeting uh, physically. Uh, but I do believe this hybrid model is a much better option. However, in Egypt, Choosing this as the new method of learning might create some challenges. For instance, uh, there might there might be so many technical problems. So we're talking about the school's infrastructure readiness and the internet speed in Egypt. Also, teachers in Egypt they aren't ready yet to deal with technology. Okay. Uh, the government also might face some financial problems because it has to provide each student with a device and the maintenance of these devices like who will pay for the maintenance is it the government or the parents so do uh, this as a new method of learning this might be hard to achieve perfect do you think the disappearance of private tutors and centers is in the students favor or will it hurt more obstacles in the near future. Uh, this has been the normal for so many years. So, a sudden disappearance of private tutors 
Wars centers is like change we humans face in life. It's stressful at first, and it will take a lot of time to get used to. Uh, you see, when students know that to a private tutor or a center besides going to school, I feel like they start to not take going to school seriously. They just go to not be marked as absent. Uh, they go to school, which is very time and energy consuming. And after that, they'll have to attend a private session. I think that one gives students a chance to go through the learned material and they won't even consider if the teacher at their school is better than that at the center. They just automatically do what everyone around them is doing. How do you read online learning platforms in terms of content quality, creativity, interactivity, punctuality, diversification, and level of professionalism? At GIF, uh, the content, creativity, and diversification are three out of five. And I'll give interactivity, punctuality, and level of professionalism a four out of five. Because the three out of five, because content, creativity, and diversification, they've met my personal uh, expectations. When you say they met your expectations, can you explain what you mean by that? So, for me personally, I expect a, a normal, successful platform to have uh, the content that they can they learn at school and uh, creativity in how they teach and how they um, put up the platform, how they organize the format of the platform, and as well as diversification. So they all met my expectations. Awesome. Do you believe that the new examination format is an effective and fair tool to test students' skills, or do you think it's better to have a mix of the old written format and the new multiple choice question format combined? If you put aside that the government now is not doing its best, at putting this new test format into action. I do think that if the multiple choice questions have been uh, well designed in terms of the depth of student knowledge and learning outcomes which are mapped to the curriculum standards, then we can view this new format as an effective and fair way to measure the student's ability. Uh, and we can also look at the SAT and ACT examination systems as, as like successful CQ examination models. I, you know, and I, and I personally always found that uh, multiple choice questions are way less stressful than long answer questions because I know that the answer is one of those options in front of me. So it's going to put less stress, for, I think it's going to put less stress on students. Do you think having one exam that incorporates all subjects is as effective as having a separate exam for each subject to ensure a thorough understanding of the subject matter? That sounds very stressful. Imagine, imagine taking one test that includes 
important subjects during the whole year in only one day. And you as a student will have one chance to demonstrate your understanding of all of those subjects. That sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> and I don't even think the human brain is capable of studying that amount of subjects to be tested on them in only one day. However, if you put that to a side, a good solution can be to include two or more subjects that are related in the same test. For example, there can be a physics and math test. You know, but to achieve this, there's a lot of change that needs to take place. So the teachers that create those questions will have to be qualified enough to write up questions that, you know, will make it possible for them to accurately measure the student's ability in those two or more subjects. What are the thoughts on the content materials? Do you think it is fair to be tested on materials that never so the, the concept itself is what they're being tested on right for me that sounds awesome however they can apply they can't apply this new testing system on those who are graduating this year or even those who are in high school it's something that might take a long time to get used to um, and also the teachers they aren't ready yet for this new type of, lear of learning because this wasn't how they've been taught in the past. So I do believe that being tested on the concept itself will make students use their logic more, but that should only be applied on the elementary students. Awesome. Do you feel that the current educational system prepares the students for the real life needs and real life demands? Uh, yes, it does prepare them better than the old system because they don't just memorize the content learned, but they actually use their understanding of the concepts. Uh, later on in the workplace, you know, they will, they will be required to use their logic when it comes to dealing with different matters. However, students that are graduating this year won't benefit at all. Instead, I feel that they've been exposed to so much change in a very little period of time and so much stress, they didn't have enough time to cope with it. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Thank you so much for your time, Zeta. It was a pleasure having this conversation with you. Have a lovely evening. Thank you.